Good morning, Monday, the 24th of October. We had a nice little Sunday there. Really nice, actually. NFL was great. And that's following up a great, very good Saturday in college football. Let's see if we can finish that up with the Monday night football game where this pick was posted yesterday. It was New England to win. Money line parlayed up teaser with over 35 and a half in that game. It was a minus 115. I don't think you're going to get that price anymore. It's two days old now. That was in Saturday night and posted with you folks on Sunday morning. If you don't like that price anymore that you're getting, add Stevenson of New England to get over 49 yards rushing or over 49 and a half. In other words, 50 or more. And uh, that will give you, of course, a little risk in the third leg, but I believe it very doable as it's going to be a running-oriented offense for New England in this situation and ball control on defense. And so he should get those yards, and therefore you'll have a really great price. But again, more risk. Keep that in mind. But that was what the play was. Now we move on to hockey. Four games of interest, six games Actually, yeah, six games total, two I'm not going to play on. The first play, St. Louis Blues visiting the Winnipeg Jets. We're taking St. Louis as a short favorite, minus 114 on the money line. Just win the game. Nice, simple, old-school bet. I kind of bet you could have placed 20, 30, 40 years ago. Nothing fancy. No same-game parlays, nothing. Why? Well, St. Louis is the better team. That's why. <laughs> they are in the road. They're undefeated. They're not going to be undefeated all season. Winnipeg, I think, is playing a little over their head. They're actually decent, but they're not going to get this game, in my opinion. Let's move on to the Pittsburgh and Edmonton. Here's a situation. you got Edmonton playing their sixth home game in a row to start the season before they go on the road. They're 2-3. and three. They're going to be all in on this one to win it and finish 3-3 three and three on their homestand to start the season. They did have to pay, face a lot of good teams, and that's probably part of the schedule makers scenario to give them that six-game homestand out of an 82-game season to start off with. But again, you're not going to want to go two to four. It's all bets are off to win this. Pittsburgh is playing extremely well, but they haven't really played much. They haven't played much at all. Edmonton's weakest game is about the same as Pittsburgh's strongest game, to be quite honest with Vancouver, but that's not probably necessarily fair. Uh, Vancouver, of course, started out with a 3 nothing lead. They did, I think, two or three games in a row, and they blew all of them. Edmonton was the first, and Edmonton came back and won 5-3. to three. Um, Edmonton has this one. They also beat Cal uh, Carolina, which is an extremely strong win. Edmonton minus 120 is a really hard-to-pass-up play at home here. You could pass it up, considering how good of a team Pittsburgh is, but this is an Edmonton team that went to the Western Conference Finals, losing to the ultimate Stanley Cup champion. And they're not weaker than last year. They're, they're stronger than last year, Edmonton, that is. I don't know for sure that they are in the goalie situation. They picked up the re reject, if you, want to, if you want to say that, from Toronto. Toronto and Edmonton are very similar teams, high scoring, don't seem to play the defense you want. That's not necessarily fair in all cases, but they're fairly similar teams. And Toronto gave up their goalie, or you should say didn't resign their goalie. Edmonton has that goalie now. I don't think that's necessarily a positive, but yet he's better than what they had last year. So, improvement. Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh. They're just a fairly good team every year. But this is Edmonton at home, minus 120. Again, nothing fancy. 
old school, win the, on the money line, even if it's overtime. We finish up the, the old school betting by taking Carolina on the road at Vancouver, the team we were just talking about. They're not going to be defeated all year. They're going to win a game, and at home is likely when it's going to happen. But if you think it's going to happen at Carolina, that's going to be a big mistake. We've got Carolina 3.67, Vancouver 2.04. That's a game you could easily take on the puck line. But at minus 140 on the money line, that's just that's the way to play it, that you're not giving up enough juice. You could lower it by regulation line. I just don't see the reason here. The other thing you know I do is I take a same-game parlay if, if I want to lower juice. But I don't see that being an advantage in this game because it's low enough, and I honestly don't see an edge here. Yes, obviously, 3.67 to 2.04 gives you an under, but I don't know for sure that's the case. Numbers are numbers, but Carolina could light this one up, so just going to take them to win. Finally, we fin finish up with Toronto and Vegas. Uh, if you have to take the old school bet, you don't like to get fancy, then the Toronto is the play here. Certainly it's in Vegas, and Vegas is playing tough this year. And I think somewhat in the offseason, we forgot about how much was expected of them last year. They were expected to be a real power broker last year in the Stanley Cup contention. They didn't make the playoffs. It's even into very, to the very end of the season, people were expecting them just to put it together and get to the playoffs and make a run. And then all of a sudden, the offseason, we say, oh, yeah, no, Vegas isn't much. Well, they are a lot. They're, they're, they're a power broker yet, and anybody that doesn't think so has got another thing coming. Toronto, though, the, here's a team that spends, that has talent, and they just can't put it together. They get to the playoffs, and then they lose. That's just that's what happens every year, year after year after year. At some point, that ends. But we do know that they're strong in the regular season, and they're going to win this game, I think. But it's close enough where I can make a play of Toronto plus one and a half in a parlay with under seven and a half at minus 110. Then Vegas can actually win this game four to three or three to two, whatever. And we win. We win the bet. And of course, Toronto winning outright is fine. The risk that we're adding is that under seven and a half. But if you look at the history so far of these teams this season, it's not getting to eight. Now, that's not much of a trend to go by. When, when, all the, when all the league is five, six games in, that's, there's no trends yet. But we are seeing style. We're seeing what style they're playing. And I think we can bank on that a little bit here. Yes, it's true that there will be some public money taking the over here, two high-powered teams. And that's enough money, reason for me alone to go under here. But mathematically, I think it's an under. I've got this Toronto 3.33 to Vegas 3.05. So... I'm rounding it down to a six-point game, which we know can't be, so it's seven then, and under seven and a half works for me. All right, so that's it. St. Louis, Edmonton, Carolina, and then the Toronto plus one and a half, under seven and a half teased parlay. Finishing it up with NBA, I've got three games that I want to play, and I want to keep it safe and keep it real here. I'm going to have three bets each on three different games, but... Make sure you listen to the but part of this, the however part of this. The total of all three games is should equate to a half a unit. So my smallest bet divided by three. These are just, and you know, of course, take what you like and don't like. But here's what I'm doing. I'm taking Boston over Chicago, Houston over Utah, and Denver over Portland. But I'm taking each one of these games. I'm taking... 
first half, Boston, Houston, and Denver. I'm taking full game, Boston, Houston, and Denver. Remember, splitting these bets up. And I'm taking the money line double. Most books will list this. You could do it as a parlay, of course. Otherwise, they're actually standard bets in most a lot of, lot of U.S.-based books now. The double, meaning you can pick. You could actually pick. If you think one team's going to start hot and fade, you could take Chicago first half if you think they start hot, and then Boston second half. That's a little risky to be able to game it that way where you know who's going to win the first half and it's different from the game winner. It's a little more safer to say, all right, you're going to win the first half and the second half. The, the plus you get is you don't have to win by the margin of five or three. You win by one and you win the bet. That's the bonus. The risk is if you're wrong on the first half but right on the game, for example, if Chicago wins the first half and I'd only lose the first half spread bet, but I lose the double. So then I'm down to one out of three as long as Boston wins the full game in this scenario. And of course, worst case scenario, Chicago wins first half, wins the game, then I lose all three bets. The caveat to that is, of course, as I just mentioned in the beginning, the three of them equal one bet and not a big bet, a small bet. So we're, we're, we're shotgunning to start the NBA season and I think there's value here. So again, I'm taking Boston first half. Now I got it at two and a half. It's now up to three. Take it. I think the value is still there. And I got the full game, Boston minus five. It's now up to six. Still value there, just not as much. And then I did take this line with the current pace, the double, which is what I, I decided to do relatively close to this podcast. Boston money line first half, Boston money line second half, and the double is minus 150. Now you just have to win by one in each of those. Now we move on to Houston and Utah. Houston is a slight dog. They're plus two for the game, plus one for the half. And the doubles plus 160, and that's what I'm doing. Utah, uh, Houston to be winning the first half or lose by only one. Houston to win the game or lose by only two. And Houston to actually win now, win the first half and the game, and that's at plus 160. Again, each of these bets divided equally, and they total sum is a small amount, small bet. Okay. Now again, you always do what you want. I'm just saying these are shotgun approaches when I think I have an edge, which I believe I do here, shotgunning it, hoping to win more than you lose. There's security built in and risk built in by that double-double. Okay. Finally, Denver and Portland taking Denver minus five for the game, Denver minus two and a half for the half, and Denver to be winning first half with a Denver to be winning full game at minus 130. That is all of the plays, and I do hope you have a good day.